Welcome to the Commercial Real Estate Investing from A to Z podcast. I'm your host, Steph Bodrini. We provide straightforward information by bringing excellent guests with real-world experience in all topics related to commercial real estate investing. And in today's episode, I'm going to be giving you all an update on these amazing car washes. And also, I will be talking about hard times. Everybody is going through something in their real estate journey. Someone recently said that no deal is an easy deal. Every deal has a problem. And um, entrepreneurship is quite a journey, as you all may know. It's a 24-7 job, and that is the reason why we get more upset at the end of the day. Now, real estate is not literally 24-7 unless you really choose to, but it still doesn't come with its ups and downs. So I will be giving you a raw overview of the car washes. The more I have shared the difficult times, the more people have reached out saying, thank you. I really appreciate that. Now I know that I'm not the only one going through XYZ in my deal. And so it's that vulnerability side that Brene Brown says we have to, that's how we connect with people, but it's not natural to share, especially for me. So I'm just taking a leap of faith and uh, sharing anyway, (laughs) even though I don't want to. So let me go over the car wash update. It has been a while since I have spoken about it. Last time I spoke about it, it was going great. Um, We had 36% cash on cash returns. And last year was a full year of the car wash, managing the entire thing for a full 12 months. And we ended up with not a 36% cash on cash return. We ended up with a 55% cash on cash return on that deal. Now, I want to note a couple of things. I was managing the whole thing myself and not paying myself. So there is no management fee there. And so if someone were to underwrite this deal, they ideally should definitely put a management fee. Like, for example, when I buy a self-storage facility and it's managed by a mom and pop and they don't have a management fee, I have to underwrite it with a management fee. I wanted to let you guys know that fact. And number two, this also includes the credit card that we installed on all locations. I think we spent 60 or 70K. Yes, it was an absurd. We got (laughs) screwed by this particular vendor. And this includes that as a quote unquote down payment because it was out of pocket. So 55% cash on cash on our entire first year, our first 12 full months. Amazing, right? Well, after that, I decided I do not want to do car washes anymore. Why? Because it took my entire year. (laughs) I was not able to learn how to manage it or how to have a system in place for it to be a somewhat passive investment. I am not local, so that added to the issues. 
And that is not where the the issues ended. (laughs) Besides everything that I already shared with you guys, I think I already shared that the roof caved within the first two weeks of purchase. Then my best employee quit without notice. Then we hired somebody that ended up being a terrible choice. Then the pipes froze over the winter. So a few things burst. We had to close it for a couple of weeks. Uh, Let's see, what else? Um, There were thefts (laughs) from people trying to break in and get like $3 worth of coins and the damage was like $600 to fix the box. (laughs) Amazing. If these robbers, I'm telling you, if these robbers were to work as hard on a job, they would be so successful because they really spend so much time trying to break into something so difficult to get three or five bucks. It's unbelievable. If they were only going to put that much effort into a a work, they would be incredibly successful. We had the bad credit card vendor, another homeless cut all of the hoses one day. The contractor to rebuild the roof was very slow. And then the latest one, the latest thing this year, I realized that we were actually getting significantly robbed, like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars have been missing since April. And there are some consequences to that. First, it is probably an internal job. We're finishing the investigations on that and uh, there will be consequences. Secondly, let me share what the current cash on cash is and i'm just doubling from january through july and doubling that so you know what the difference is so with all of that the existing cash on cash went from last year 55 percent to right at this moment in time 30 percent it's still great but the robbery is bringing down the noi And now that I decided to sell this, we cannot sell for the real cap rate that the property would have sold if we actually had the income. So fascinating how so many things have a a trickle-down effect out of this one robbery that has been happening since April. So now my hands are tied. I'm trying to get rid of these car washes. And the NOI is going to be significantly different than all the previous year's NOIs. So I cannot sell for that number. And what I realized through these literally sleepless nights, wondering what I should do (laughs) now. So number one option is remove all cash acceptance. However, I learned that there are some cities that people do not have credit or debit card. And there are some areas within the city that they literally do not have credit or debit card. So I cannot do that. So I decided to do that in one location that has the most affluent area of all three locations. So we completely took out all the ability for people to pay with cash. So one problem solved out of one location. What about the other two? One of them I'm going to be converting to self-storage. The other one 
I will hopefully sell to someone separately as a, a completely separate deal. So first, I want to explain what went through my head because number one, I cannot sell as a car wash anymore because the income is not matching and I decided to exit these properties as soon as humanly possible because I do not want to figure out car washes. I decided to completely 100% do self-storage. So what is the first thing that I thought I could do? I could do a build to suit, meaning I could go out to all these retailers and figure out who would want any of these locations and we would build whatever their heart desires and then we would lease it to them and either keep the property or exit. One of them has enough space for a drive-through. So I found an agent that has access to a ton of retailer, triple net retailers. And she went to work. She reached out to every single one of them, explaining everything, all the details. We would do a build to suit from scratch. And there were two things that came out of it. One good, one bad. The good thing is that nobody said these are bad locations. <laughs> and the bad thing was that they said, oh, unfortunately, these locations are too close to our other stores or other franchisees. So that didn't work out. Another option was to sell it as land. One of the car washes has an extra piece of land in the back. If we look at the value of the entire thing with the land, it does make up for the NOI missing. And it, it's basically the price of the, the car wash. Right now it is in the market. One of them is in the market as land. And then another option was that the two remaining, they're actually not only zoned for retail, they're also zoned for multifamily. So the one that has a piece of land in the back, we could tear the car wash down and build a multifamily building. So I talked to a, a very successful friend of mine who does multifamily and unfortunately is too small for him is a, a just over an acre and so now i'm in the process of exploring people that would be open to a partnership interested in building a multifamily in a just over an acre piece of land and then the last one doesn't have extra piece of land so that one i might sell to somebody local completely separate from everything else so now now that all of these possibilities are out there, I have the self-storage, the car wash that will be converted to self-storage. I have the GC giving me quotes for everything right now. That is what is happening right now. And then in the meantime, what I decided to do is to partner up with somebody local who I trust and has been wonderful. Uh, he is a, a vendor that has been great up until now with everything. So I'm going to partner up with him and I'm going to give him a percentage of the NOI and he will take care of everything. We're going to have weekly calls to make sure that nothing falls through the cracks. The idea is for us to bring the NOI back to normal, make some improvements, even increase the NOI from last year and then <laughs> sell the very last car wash if that will be the only one remaining i i'm 
even open to selling it to him. And that is how I came up with all of these ideas on sleepless nights dealing with this situation. So sleepless nights are not that bad of a thing. Of course, I also spoke with people, right? We have to speak with people that are in the industry that have been through these things. I have also found a car wash consultant that could go to the car washes and spend a few days there talking to people, talking to the employees, figuring out what is happening, figuring out the competition, and he would come up with a report of everything that would have to be done. That is definitely above the budget, especially after the theft. And so I decided not to do that right now. I'm going to fix all of these things with a partner on site that I trust and is also very good at managing things and fixing things as they come along. So this has been the journey (laughs) on the car wash so far. And so I want to go back to the 55 percent cash on cash and the 30 percent cash on cash this year after the theft because i know that this is what some people out there like so i decided that car washes are 1000 percent not for me the hair on the back of my neck goes up even searching for a car wash to wash my own car That's how bad it has been. So it's not for me because of the time and also because I decided that it's not going to be my primary asset class. Self-storage it is for me. However, for the people that love this cash on cash, for the people who want to make the time, for the people who want to figure out how to manage a car wash, remotely, how to hire and have the best employees on site, how to order all the parts every single day that you need parts and how to make sure that employees follow all of the steps, etc., etc., etc. This could be an asset class for you. I genuinely think that it's the next self-storage potentially because right now, the cap rates are pretty high for car washes so you can get a great deal you can negotiate on that price because they they do take longer to sell (laughs) because nobody wants them (laughs) i'm joking maybe they do so they do take longer to sell that means that you can negotiate a better price and you're already coming in at a high cap rate and there are a ton of mom and pops that own them that they have not implemented credit card acceptance and many other things. Another thing that a friend of mine reminded me of is that these car washes, they come with a big piece of land. A lot of them are in great locations and you're going to get a big piece of land. Remember that (laughs) as well for the people who want to develop deals and they want a great location, but You don't want to pay a ton for it. You might want to look for car washes. And like I said before, if you want something more on the passive side, car washes are 1000% not for you or me. And on that note, if you know anyone who would like to build a multifamily property on 1.2 acres in a great residential area, please let me know. 
I hope this was useful to you guys. There are a couple of other things that have been happening also that I will share on another episode just so you know that things happen and we just have to deal with them. And this is literally, <laughs> it's not me, it's everybody. I know incredibly successful people that are still until this day going through bad partnerships or anything in between. So you are not alone. And I'm telling this to myself too. I am not alone. <laughs> and if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to our newsletter at monicarlorei.com. We will have some good self-storage properties coming out and I will let my subscribers know when that happens and I would love to thank one of our latest reviewers David J. Wace. Great podcast. Love the detailed unvanished look at commercial real estate from so many angles. Stephanie was also super accessible when I reached out for follow-up clarifications. Such an informative podcast. Well thank you so much David. I really appreciate you making the time. And I will see you next time.